and welcome to The Circuit. My name is Gabriella, and I'm here with Louise today, who is an IT system specialist over at Gong. Hey, Louise, thank you for being with us today. Hey, Gabriella. Nice to be here. So why don't you tell me a little bit about your background and how you got your start in IT? I would say I started in, in high school. I TA'd um, my junior and senior year, and it was just something you know I just wanted to do. And then as I moved into college, um, I pursued kind of sound engineering. Um, and it, was, it always was something that came up, kind of just tr naturally troubleshooting, you know, plugging in different instruments, you know, recording, you know, various bands or, you know, an outside group came in, integrating with them. Um, and so when I graduated, I actually graduated with a degree in business. So I was able to pursue that kind of those jobs still in addition to theater and, and sound engineering and of just falling into a job at DMA, which is an education. And it's a organization that puts on camps during the summer um, across the United States and Canada, kind of just across all four time zones. And yeah, that's how I got my start. And now I'm at Gong. When did you start at Gong? I was at DMA for about seven years, and I just started at Gong in January. So this is approximately my sixth going on seventh month now. Yeah. What do your everyday tasks look like at Gong, and how have those changed now that everyone is work from home? Well, we've always serviced kind of four time zones in addition to Israel, where approximately fifteen percent of our user base uh, resides. So. Just answering your first question, kind of day-to-day -day tasks, you know, you know, in the morning, it's, you know, emphasis on tickets, and that's when the majority of activity occurs with users as they're turning on their laptops for the first time during the day, et cetera. Uh, and then migrating from that, we go into, you know, auditing, we go into um, any special projects, so anyone needs, you know, our advice or expertise in anything, then we make ourselves available um, for that as well. And then in addition to that, we're always doing, you know, maintenance um, and ongoing learning as well, not only for ourselves on IT, but we hold webinars for our staff on any applications that we're trying to integrate into our org. What does your tech stack look like over at Gong? So for the IT tech stack, we touch Okta, Better Cloud, and Mobile Iron, which is our MDM solution. And then all of our various backend uh, Python uh, bash scripts. And Octus is responsible for all of our application provisioning. So Gmail, um, our knowledge base is Guru, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So do you have a team under you that helps with that? In the future, I will. Right now, uh, it's just me. You talked about you had seven years in kind of the education realm of IT, and then you moved on to more enterprise. So can you talk about perhaps the differences between those two? The, the differences are between education. I think the emphasis on education is definitely protecting the student because we service students from six to 17. And then we also did professional camps too, which were a mix of adults and kids sometimes, which was another layer of complexity. But the emphasis is on the security of, of the child and their information. Their whole user experience is very confined. It's very airlocked. So like we would have a, um, it was called securely and it would, they basically scan all your web traffic. And so whatever, you know, if there was something that was malicious or inappropriate, it would block you. You had a very, you know, an app store that was locked down with like the 10 apps that you could download. Um, and anything other than that, we wouldn't allow you to open or execute, even if you like downloaded it like super, you know, sneakily if you're a kid. 
I have to say what I miss the most actually about my education org is all the kids because they kept me on my toes all the time. They were always trying to break everything, you know, whether it's Fortnite or just trying to get past all of our uh, web filtering too. Um, hats off to them. They really kept me on my toes. Um, anyway, <laughs> going on to enterprise, um, the emphasis was really on our data and our clients' data that we need to secure. And um, we doubled down uh, a lot too during this pandemic on ensuring that everyone's connection, especially from home, is 100% secure as well. Since everyone is worked from home now, how did you make sure that everyone's home Wi-Fi was secure? And what role did you play in making sure all that was executed? In the very beginning, that was actually kind of a hard push because we ended up creating like a very huge document um, with recommendations on what modem to get, what router to get, um, and then we would do research on, you know, if you were in a, you know, Atlanta or in New York or in San Francisco, we would try and understand what the prices were for the various internet packages based on your zip. In the very beginning, it was kind of a hard push because everybody was getting adjusted. We made house calls. Um, there were a lot of one-on-one -on -one kind of, you know, web conferencing sessions. I mean, it was tough, but I think everyone honestly now is is at a good cadence and everyone is is game. Everyone is, is having fun at home and people got their hands dirty on reading those manuals and, you know, just getting familiar with the technology at home as well. I think it's been a learning experience for everyone, not including, including myself. Also, another great point that you brought up before, just the emphasis on security. What software did you use to implement that? Yeah, so in our tech stack, we have, sorry, identity provider is Okta, and then that is integrated with Mobile Iron, which is our MDM, our enterprise MDM uh, solution. And that has an additional product called Access. So if you log in via Okta on your desktop or your mobile device, it will then communicate immediately after you authenticated with Mobile Iron Access. And it will then verify or not verify that you have the MDM installed. And then if you don't, or if you have something like a malicious application like TikTok, for example, um, it will just block access to all of our work resources. Um, and then we have in, implicit kind of um, authorization to revoke access as well from any of the devices or to lock it out or to wipe it, et cetera, um, in, in, for the sake of security and to ensure that we have kind of um, a catch-all to, to, to cover um, any vulnerabilities that may, might occur. And then we also have policies in place um, not only looking for um, malicious apps, but other um, there's other criteria as well. So, if there is a like on a desktop application, you know, if there's vi a virus that's present, we will immediately lock it down so they can no longer you know access any of our work um, any of our work resources. And then, in addition to that, if like their password is is out of date, you know, and they're refusing to update it despite us trying to force it it'll also lock them out. So we have a lot of like policies in place. Um, we're kind of ruthless a little bit, um, but it's all with the emphasis of security right now, just because with work from home, it's just causing kind of a delay too in those tickets. So you may not find out that you had a virus until it has like a zillion pop-ups. Since we're not working one-on-one -on -one and someone just can't come to me, they may put that off until like Tuesday or Wednesday. 
And so now we're taking immediate action with all of these policies and configurations that automate kind of that discovery of anything that may be that anything that may be malicious. Was that recently implemented, or has that been something that's been out for a while? We've had that for a while. Um, well, we've had everything for a while, but this extra extra layer of mobile iron access is something that we just implemented because everyone's working from home. So we wanted to now verify and ensure that all of the SAML apps that we are using are being tunneled. So there's also a complete or 100% encryption too with any of the SAML apps that we use. Now that everyone's kind of adapted to work from home, we've been doing this for what, four months now? Mm -hmm. Where do you see the future of tech companies like Gong? We really wanna get back in the office with another because when it's sales, I mean, you want the human resources of you know your colleagues available at your fingertips, and that's not necessarily like the case right now necessarily. So there is an itch to get back in the office. I mean, I'm sure everyone would be happy to work from home, but we're just way more productive in the office together. I mean, I can definitely tell that we were definitely all happier and more productive when we were actually like working with one another. This is probably my favorite question to ask, but. Are you Mac or Windows? Having supported both and like coming from like a sound engineer point, like we definitely use Windows heavily. I mean, I, I mean, I've used both. I like, I like both. Um, I think that there's a lot of applications, you know, in terms of like the diversity of, you know, what you can do on either platform. There's a lot of crossover. And I think people tend to concentrate on what they don't overlap on. It's just a tool. At the end of the day, I guess I want to remind people, and you can still create amazing things on either. And I think the only limitation is yourself and not necessarily the tools or the OS that you use. Off of that, you talked about just the idea of creation and you kind of grew up with tech and it kind of found you. But what is one piece of advice that you would give to someone trying to enter into technology? Don't sell yourself short in terms of beginning like you have to take that first step so don't don't struggle with how people are going to perceive you know you being an amateur or a novice like take you know swift just released their new um all the new materials for whatever version they're on go take that Go, you know, go take the Khan Academy for Python or for Bash. Like you just start and just get that, you know, that rock rolling and so that you can accumulate more and more and more knowledge because I still have to learn every week something new. And so you have to put yourself also in that mindset that you're always going to be learning, forever learning. And I feel like in IT, I think that's made something that isn't like brought up a lot or maybe isn't emphasized, um, but it's always an ongoing learning like experience. Keep on learning, just always. And don't be afraid to start. As that, okay, that's my piece of advice. Don't be afraid. Go start today. You start yesterday. Even if it's the beginning, just go start. So you're passing on your wisdom down to the next generation of IT leaders, but who has passed their wisdom down to you? Who was your biggest influence in this career? In this career, the biggest influences I would have to say are my colleague, uh, Liam Dempsey, because we started roughly around the same time. He has a couple of years on me. 
but he has really been someone that I've leaned on to, to kind of speak uh, critically about any of my projects. If I need someone to hear me out or if there's a next step that I may not know how to like continue with, I'll just call him and I'll just speak with him and he'll let me talk. And then he'll be like, Hey, this is how I would organize it. Or this is how I would approach it. At Gong, we have like this value called like no sugar. And he definitely emphasized like is the, the epitome of that. And in addition to that, this man named Jordan Hart, who's because um, Liam and I are like the same age, but Jordan really helped me to kind of what I was emphasizing beforehand, just to always learn. And if, and if you're, you know, if people are making fun of you for being a novice, that's more reflection on their insecurities and, you know, them and their personality and to not let it deter you from always growing um, because there's an infinite amount of things to learn in this world and not, there's no one that is, you know, an expert in everything. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your story. I think it's awesome to hear how technology just kind of finds people like you in theater working like the lighting booth and then all of a sudden moving up to gong and then having to work in tech during this time. Um, I think it's really exciting and I really appreciate you just sharing your time with us today. 